Aloha kako, uh, everybody. Uh, hey, people. How are you? That's what that means. It means hello, everybody. It's a, it's a whole thing. Uh, I'm, I'm learning again. So I'm doing things with the language that I should be doing. Um, so, yeah. Aloha kako, everybody. Um, hello, people. Welcome back to another episode of the Ren Pod with me, your boy, uh, Morgan. I'm by myself this week because Braulio has a uh, has a thing he has to his work on. He has to help uh, handle some business. Um, so it's me, and we're not, we're not going to be doing too much um, today. We're just going to be talking about the new gods in the trench movie, the stuff that's gone on with WB, and then we're going to talk about uh, Invincible that's what we're going to do because the first three episodes of invincible dropped on amazon prime uh these the last week yeah last week as of uploading this uh which i watched it like as soon as i had finished uploading um last week's episode as well so that was fun um so we're going to talk about those three episodes and by the time this is up there will be another episode that i will be watching already probably while i'm uploading this so that's going to be fun uh and also this is also going to be on youtube as well there's gonna be a video version of this i have a camera i have a setup i have things now um for me to i don't know record so no more excuses for me to not be on camera this is what i'm saying so there is a me on camera version on the internet now so if you want to see me you can uh just go to youtube the, the, the link will be somewhere wherever you're listening to this just click on that and you'll find a video version of me um yeah so let's just jump into it huh let's just do this let's just talk about it so so the warner brothers thing with new gods um from ava duvernay and the trench spinoff that was planned with uh james wan has been canceled it's been canceled that it, 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 it's gone uh and which just sucks which sucks because i was looking forward to uh to to that to, to at least the new gods i was looking forward to that because it was supposed to have big barda and mr miracle uh which and it was supposed to focus a little bit on on the furies um and granny goodness and those four those are four characters that i love okay especially the whole big bard and mr miracle thing i love the the relationship between big bard and mr miracle like they are they are an amazing couple like (laughs) they are amazing i love them so much so i was really looking forward to uh to seeing that relationship kind of develop on screen and kind of seeing uh them in like in in actual practice at least once that wasn't animated because we kind of got them in uh what was it forget it was there was there there was there was one of the dc animated universe i I think it might have been well we got big barda in i believe justice league dark apocalypse war i believe that was it where we got big barda um but i don't think we've got we haven't gotten mr miracle in really any film or real television adaptation thing might have been something in justice league or justice league unlimited for like an episode so i was really looking forward to the two of them finally because <laughs> they are like one of my favorite uh relationships kind of i have a type okay let's let's just get this out of the way okay because this is gonna be it it'll be a thing it'll be a thing okay anyone who's listened to this long enough if you're watching this then this is something you need to learn okay very quickly all right i have a type okay and that type 
It just happens to be Amazonian women. Okay. I like it. It's great. It's great. It's a great relationship dynamic. All right. Regular sized man, woman who's six foot seven. It just works. It works. It works. It's adorable. It's hilarious. Mr. Miracle's like 5'11". His wife is like six foot six. It's awesome. I also am a very big fan of uh, Jason Todd and Artemis of Bonham McDowell. She says, and yes, I was very excited for Lady Dimitrescu when uh, when uh, when Resident Evil 8 was announced. I wasn't even going to play that game. Then they were like, hey. And I was like, I'll buy it. <laughs> you give me a time and place, man. I will buy that video game from you. So I was very excited about this. I ranted for five minutes about this. Uh, I was very excited. And it was being written by Ava DuVernay and and another guy uh, whose name I forget. But Ava DuVernay was the main person. I was very excited about writing this because we saw what she did with uh, Wrinkle in Time, which is a movie I did not. I, I was not target demographic for that. So, I mean, I didn't enjoy it as much as other, other people that I know enjoyed it. But from what I understand, like... From a film perspective, it is a good movie. I did not enjoy it because I was not the target demographic, so it wasn't targeted to me. So I didn't. I wasn't like, "Oh man, this is an amazing movie." But from a film film perspective, it is a great movie. It's great. There's a plane outside. <laughs> I'm staying. I'm not editing this. Um, yeah. So from a film perspective, it is a great movie, and. I was very excited to see her take on on characters that I quite enjoy the comic books and it, I believe it was supposed to be pretty close to fourth world um, as well. So that would have been really cool uh, to see, but we're not getting that now. And the trench from James Wan, I was less excited for. I was very much less excited for that movie because I just didn't care about the things from the trench. You know, I just really didn't care about that from uh, from Aquaman. Like I, I was I was very less concerned with the idea of uh, figuring out what's down in the Mariana Trench. Like, the idea of what's in the ocean is very intriguing to me. I love that. It is very fun. Um, but I, was, <laughs> I wasn't about to spend two and a half hours looking at, looking at the trench people from Aquaman. Like, it was very, eh, whatever, I don't care. Like, I'm there. I'm, I'm watching anything with Aquaman purely for Jason Momoa. That's it. That's it. That's my guy. You know, I want to see more of him and things. He's funny. Very funny. Um, so I was less less intrigued by the trench, but I'm sad to see it go because I would have watched it. I would have watched it. Everybody knows I would have watched it. Uh, if just to be like, ah, you know, um, and because of, and I mean, I, I would like to see DC definitely spread out a little bit more because um though we did see what what Zack Snyder could do with Justice League given several tries and some trial and error of learning what what went wrong the first time um I I I I think that DC definitely needed to spread out the uh the 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 blood bloodline of the DC franchise in order to get some actual uh to get some new stories kind of added in there, get some new perspectives um, and really, really flesh out certain things and really get that universe back on track because it, it, uh, it went off the rails there for a little while. 
So yeah, so it was a good thing. It was it was it was gonna be great, but they canceled it, and this is why they canceled it. Um, they canceled it because Dark Side was in, uh, in Justice League in the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Uh, because I guess they they figured that it was a little too close. Um, to you know, it, it was a little too close. to um to the release of justice league for their comfort i should say um in terms of he'd been used as a as a as a foil villain which barely okay spoiler alert, barely um but <laughs> and they didn't want to kind of muddy the waters with what happens when and what timeline and, and certain things like that even though i think it would have actually worked out pretty well if they had continued it honestly because then you might actually get um a bit more of a cohesive story in terms of uh in terms of of dc's universe in terms of the live action stuff because it is all over the freaking place and uh and anything you can do to kind of streamline that and figure out what's going on there is i'm all for so but um but i mean if they do decide ever to continue it then i mean we know that ava duvernay will come back and uh james wan will come back to continue it if you know if warner brothers ever goes yeah let's do that you know which i'm sure they will if, if enough people are like hey we would like to have seen that that would have probably been great so yeah uh i'm not saying go ask them anything i'm not saying do that uh because I think that's a very bad double-edged sword that we've already let run a little rampant with um, with Justice League, honestly. And like, yeah, it did turn out to be a pretty good movie, but uh, <laughs> we let that get a lot of hand. Um, so yeah, that sucks. But now on to uh, talking about Invincible. Uh, I hope to talk about this with Braulio at some point as well, um, because... I don't know if he started. I don't think he started it yet, but I, I think it's, I, I've always loved the comic book. I've, um, I haven't completed my collection of, of all the issues of Invincible yet, but I do have uh, a few of the volumes up, up on my comic book shelf, um, which at some point I might show you. It's, I can see it from here, but you cannot. Um, so I've enjoyed that, uh, that comic. I think that right off the bat, I do think that the show speeds through things a little, a little fast, but I think they only get eight episodes. So I, I forgive it for that. Um, even though I love the slow methodical pacing or not even methodical, just the slow pacing of the comics, because it does feel like everything is, uh, you, you get a, you get a better feel for the characters. You get a, a much deeper relationship with the characters and you, you get a much deeper understanding of their relationships with each other as well. Um, in the comics because of the fact that, uh, you know, it's a hundred and something issues so uh you know but but when you have only eight episodes and each episode about 42 minutes you gotta you gotta speed through some stuff you gotta cut some fat trim some trim some excess storylines rush through a few things that took 30 issues to get to and uh and kind of make your way through it you know so i got i forgive them for that i forgive them for that uh and there's not there's not a lot of bad about this show honestly um, beyond them kind of speeding through a few things, there's nothing really bad about this show. I'm not going to go deep into spoilers because it's only three episodes in. And I want you guys to, if you, if you're interested in that, if you're interested in the whole comic book thing, which I mean, you're listening to this, so you probably are. And if you like, uh, pretty good shows <laughs> like, uh, that are, that are kind of dark, 
like it's kind of dark but it's still very fun and bright and colorful it's like if you took the boys and mixed it with marvel um because it is very it's very bright and colorful and 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 a spectacle but at the same time it is dark it is it is brutal it is menacing at times it is um it's it's what we need <laughs> i hate to i hate to, to bring christopher nolan's batman to this but it is the it's the superhero show that we need right now right like we've seen we've seen the the marvel formula we've seen the snyder formula we've seen the boys formula we've seen you know the 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 the, the all the, you know we're seeing the falcon and Winter soldier formula the wandavision formula we're seeing all of these different formulas of making superheroes and making them interesting making them fun making them um this that the other whatever uh we've seen all of that right but <laughs> um we've seen all of that right but we haven't we and, and it's getting the boys was a refresher it was it was a refreshing uh breath of fresh air in a in a in a an area that was becoming stale ever increasingly stale with each formulaic release after formulaic release of not just i know people are gonna be like oh you're talking about marvel no not just marvel but dc too everything was a formula right we need to hit these beats we need to make this for the trailer for the next movie we need to do this this and this to make sure that people come and see it we need to make sure to cut this or add this so that, so that it'll be for this audience so that we can do this this and this right everything was becoming very formulaic right with big budget superhero stuff and the boys was a very big fresh a breath of fresh air because all of a sudden it was deconstructing the entire genre it was it was tearing apart everything that that we were thinking about when we were like oh superheroes awesome <laughs> right like it, it was tearing all that down it was it was making fun of it it was it was ruining it <laughs> it was ruining the, the bright and shiny parts of uh, things that we loved right like the 90s batman comics all over again um you know so it was a breath of fresh air and then after that it kind of went back to that same formula you know everything was it was very monotonous very the same you know shows were the same cw of course has their formula of trash um that they keep doing like oh my gosh besides legends of tomorrow and like a couple of seasons of the flash cw needs to stop just stop just just don't do it anymore stop right but you know it, it was there it was there and i guess supergirl supergirl's pretty good supergirl's pretty good i'm a guy so i'm not like you know i'm not the i'm not, like i'm a i'm a fan of supergirl like Melissa Benoist is cool, and the character of Supergirl Kara Zor-El is awesome, um, and a lot. Of, and, and I was very excited when they introduced Dreamer and, and a few things about this and Brainiac Five. Oh, that was fun. But I'm I'm a dude, so I'm not the the main target demographic of that show, um, which is awesome. It's awesome because we need you know I shouldn't be the main target demographic of every show. That would suck. Um, but you know we 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 you know I enjoyed the first season of supergirl a lot and after about after about four or five seasons of that show i was like oh my god it's every cw show now oh my goodness and it wore me down so besides legend legends of tomorrow i only love because it was just so left field 
nothing made sense. <laughs> and I like that. I don't want to, I don't want to be able to predict everything. Right. And that show was just unpredictable, um, completely unpredictable. And I love that. Uh, and the whole, uh, Nora Dark and Adam relationship was hilarious to me. I love that. Um, and the whole John Constantine thing. I'm always a fan of John Constantine. Bring John Constantine in anything. I'm going to laugh. Uh, or at least when he's funny. When he's dark, it is not fun. Um, so, yeah. We, then we got back to kind of that formulaic idea of, you know, let's do, let's do, you know, one, two, three origin stories and then a team-up film, you know. And then, you, and then you get back into that. And then The Boys Season 2 came out. Yeah, that dropped. And that was all big breath breath of fresh air breath of fresh air breath of fresh air <laughs> that was a big breath of fresh air right like we're getting we got the whole that entire interwoven storyline that happened over those eight episodes made me lose it at least two or three times where i was like okay yeah yeah yeah. this is what i've been waiting for when it came to superhero stuff i needed a little bit of this i needed some of that um that's what i've been missing out on for a while right because i'm a big i'm a big jason todd fan Okay, I'm a very big Jason Todd fan. I don't know if you can tell by the fact that I'm me. Uh, I have a Red Hood helmet sitting right over there. Just have them. I have every Red Hood comic book that I can. It's my favorite character, right? So I can. I love a bit of a darker turn on uh on certain characters in a certain way. I don't like the 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 ridiculous way that they try and make Batman dark because Batman can Batman can be as like as dark as he wants or like grim and gritty, but it's like he's not gonna. It's not going to cross the line. Like you're not going to, you're not going to go Punisher. You know, you're not going to go Deadpool. You're not going to go Red Hood. You're never going to cross a certain level of darkness. And they try and make up for that by being like, well, the villains are worse. And you're like, man, but that's, I'm not here to see bad villains, you know, because then that just makes Batman even worse for not handling his job. Because if you're like, oh, well, we've made the Joker 10 times worse than he used to be. It's like, well, then why is Batman still playing this game? end that handle your business right so you know but with certain characters you can kind of get into that sort of situation you can kind of make things darker where it's it's an actual conundrum for your hero to be dealing with well is he a villain now <laughs> and that's what the boys entire show was and i love that um you know and then season two of the boys ended and we got wandavision which was uh, it was it was nice it's nice to have you know it was good to have kind of a theory thing going on again you know it felt like very early days mcu um where i was just chilling looking for theories trying to figure out what i was gonna do with this whole show you know like what am i what do i think is gonna happen where have i where do i think it's gonna go you know so that felt great right and uh and then of course that ended because it had to end um had to uh my lady my lady Wanda Maximoff off on her own again, you know. Uh, Vision back at Vision Vishon. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna try to put stuff here. We'll see if it works in the in the video. Uh, my man's Vishon, you know, back out in the, back out in the world again, you know. Um, so that was always that was a very fun time, right? Now we have two shows that are shaking up the system for me, right? Like shaking up the entire genre again for me and that is falcon and winter soldier and invincible for two different reasons right two different reasons that, that those two shows are, are shaking up the system right so 
So Falcon and Winter Soldier, of course, shaking up the system because it's actually talking about, you know, current real issues. Um, that, of course, I mean, you look at me. Of course, I care about that. Look at me. Come on. Um, so, of course, that show off the charts. 10, 12 out of 10, uh, 12 out of 10 for that, because it needs to be talked about. And Marvel has the biggest platform of any company right now. So it's important for them to do whatever in a show because people will listen and people will understand. And hopefully people understand. And it, uh, it's a story that, you know, a lot of people have, and a lot of people want to talk about and they don't get to talk about it. Um, so yeah. And I'm, I also just, I love Patriot. And, uh, you know, anything that gets me closer to that is prime. Uh, and then Invincible is shaking up the, the, the thing because it's adding an animated element that we haven't had in a long time. Um, and it's taking it to the next level, right? Like we've had animated superhero shows and DC runs the animated superhero game in terms of movies, minus the killing joke, minus the killing joke. We don't talk about that here. We don't talk about the killing joke or anything that Bruce Tim loves here. Okay. All right. Barbara Gordon, separate. Okay. Barbara Gordon is away from Bruce Wayne, as far away from Bruce Wayne as she can get. Okay. Like other side of town at all times. Okay. As far away as possible. All right. We don't talk about the killing joke here. Okay. Unless it's the comic. We can talk about the comic. But even the comic, listen, even the comic, mm, Bruce Wayne got a lot to answer for. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, if you if you read the comic, then you understand what I'm what I mean here, um, and why 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 my bitter bitter emotions towards Bruce Wayne are are uh, are what they are. Um, he's failed a lot of people. Okay, he has failed this city. All right, and he should be getting a vid- visit from Arrow. All right, not some random mayor for the seventy fifth time. Um, so yeah, Invincible is is very much like is bringing a new element that we haven't had since like the early DC animated stuff, because DC animated stuff is very much, uh, it's become very formulaic as well in a way, right? Like it's become a lot more, it's, it's, it's straight a lot farther from the very, just, just, just honestly, ridiculously hail Mary throwing it for almost every single movie. Cause that's what they used to do. They used to every nothing made sense. Nothing was cohesive. Nothing was a universe. They just hail Mary throat at every single movie. They were like, what if what, what could we do? What's the most wild thing that we could do in this film? Let's do it. Let's tell a great story from a comic book and then just throw it 12 out of five, you know? And it, it turned out great pretty much every time. Right? It turned out great. Uh with a few couple of couple of drops in there uh looking at you the 2020 version of death in the family uh <laughs> looking at you looking at you killing joke uh looking at that um but you know under the red hood is a classic certified hood classic right that's a certified hood classic flashpoint that's yeah, pretty close pretty close to a certified hood classic um superman batman public enemies certified hood classic <laughs> You know, those are the, they made some classic films in the animated space and they ran the animated space. Marvel wasn't touching them with no animated stuff. That whole Captain America, Iron Man, Heroes United thing, get out of here. Get out of here. You know, uh, so when it came to animated, DC ran a game and Marvel tried it. Marvel was coming up with the uh, the Avengers Assemble show, or Avengers Earth Mighty's Heroes, 
you know, they, they were coming up, you know, they were coming up pretty quick, but, uh, you know, they were always focused on kind of having that. A lot of the animated stuff came out post Disney. So they were, they were very focused on a different demographic than DC was. DC was, was never really scared to go for, uh, go for it. Shall we say just straight up go for it. Um, which is fine. That's fine. Have your different, you gotta have different, you gotta have variety, you know? Um, in order for things to remain viable, you need variety. That's what we're talking about right now. Um, but Invincible has added a new element to the game in the uh, not just in the superhero space, but in the adult animation space as well, because it does blend that very, the very uh, colorful, almost man of action. Um, if you're listening to this, you know what man of action is. You watched a lot of Cartoon Network. Um, Man of Action was kind of the let me explain for everyone who's listening who has no idea who that is. Uh, a lot of the the kind of early to mid two thousands cartoons on Cartoon Network uh, was created or at least dr- produced or drawn by an artist, um, an animator named Man of Action, or at least that's what he's called. I don't know his real name. I just know him as Man of Action, like you. I don't know. Um, and he's he's great. He has a very distinctive style that when you see it, you're like, oh yeah, that's a man of action cartoon right there. Because there's very clear lines, very defined draws on the on the characters, very, very sharp angles. Um, and it's very nice. It's very it's very visually pleasing um and aesthetically pleasing. Uh style. Yeah, we'll say that. Uh very visually appealing style, right? And this show kind of has a it, it it mirrors that almost, but in softer tones, right? And very in in softer angles and in uh in, le- in less definition to to um to body shapes and things like that. And it works. It works very well. Um and I think that's pretty cool. Um if you're watching this, I'll put like a thing to the of the two that way you can see it. Um it works very well, and I think, it, and it's it it has a just double edged sword, of course, because on one hand, it looks very kid friendly, and if you let your kid watch this, that first episode, your kid's gonna start to cry pretty quickly, and you're gonna be like, Whoa, "Oh God, what have I done?" Right? So, it's um, it's 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 something. So yeah. Um, it's, it's very, it's very cool in the visual styles, of course it is, it, but it's, you know, like I said, double-edged sword because it's very child-friendly looking, but I think that animation lends itself very well to the gruesome and graphic nature of this show. Like the things that they do here would not be able to be done in live action. And I think you would actually lose some of the impact if it was live action, because it does, it does, it does also feel like the comic book. And the comic book is also very, very, it has, it has an aesthetic that is very childlike or at least child-friendly-ish. So it does, the show does um, mirror the comic very well in a visual style. Now let's talk about some of the points of it, right? Let's talk about some of the beats, some of the, the narrative flow uh, of the of this show. Um, I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I did that just now. Why did I do that? Who am I? <laughs> um. Let, yeah. Let's talk about. Let's talk about some of the beats of the show, right? 
this show, of course, it focuses around Mark Grayson, um, which I noticed when I was watching it, I was like, oh, he's, he's, they call him Grayson. They call him the other guy, Todd. And I was like, is that a hint to, is that a hint to Batman? <laughs> is that a hint to my boy, Jason? Or am I just looking into things? Um, I think I was just looking into things because I just, I love Jason Todd so much. And he deserves more than he gets. He deserves everything and he gets nothing. And that makes me angry every day. Um, so yeah, it focuses around Mark Grayson, who is the son of Omni-Man, the most powerful hero in the world. It's pretty much like if they were like, hey, uh, this guy, son of Superman. But he's like, you know, son of Superman, you know? And uh, Mark hasn't gotten his powers yet. So the the show kind of focuses around his journey of becoming a hero, right? Your general hero's journey type of stuff, right? Um, but also dealing with, you know, just being a regular teenager, you know, dealing with trying to get a day, dealing with like study dates and then, you know, and, and his new teammate that he finds attractive, you know, things, regular teenage stuff. You know, he's kind of just, he's not, he's not, I'm not going to say he's cool. But he's not not cool, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it so Mark's entire deal is you know, which is awesome. Like think of it, and they they did also they uh they kind of swapped some stuff around as well because in the comics Mark is is pretty much just you know he's running the white kid. Um, in the show they've made him I believe half, some sort of some form um some I don't know he's half Asian. I'm I'm not sure what 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 ethnicity i'm not sure um but he is half asian in the show um so you know that which is really cool because he's also voiced by stephen young um from the walking dead glenn um my favorite part of that show even though i only watched like two seasons he was my favorite part um so to to, to see more of him is or hear more of him is always fun um so it was awesome that was awesome uh so yeah um it's dealing with that it's also dealing with an entire subplot of like omni-man doing whatever it is that omni-man does you know which nobody nobody understands um and i like that i like that omni-man is just kind of this this mystery through the whole show like he is he is wild right and i love that um and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil why he's wild um I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna talk about that. But if you want to know, you can you can go watch it. It pretty it, it happens pretty quickly. Within the first three episodes, it happens very quickly. Where you you kind of you get a very big understanding of who Omni Man is very early on, which is very different from the comics because in the comics you don't find out who he is for like a solid like thirty or forty issues. Like it's pretty it's pretty well into the story by the time that you find out what's going on with him so i do quite like that they kind of they set the tone for who he is and the fact that things are going to go bad very fast between um between him and you know him and and you know and a few villains and a few other people um because he's like hey i have this mission i gotta protect the world i gotta do what i gotta do i gotta protect my family gotta protect my son and i can't let I can't let, you know, what's going on here affect that goal, right? So, and I really like that. I like I like his entire kind of deal, right? Um, there's not much that can be said 
about this show without uh, without spoiling a few things. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cover too much, but I will say that it is so far. Of the, they released three episodes, and the fourth one will be out by the time this is up. So far, I'm loving it. So far, it is really good. It is so fun. It is one of the most fun uh, shows that I've watched in a while. And it, by the time I finished that third episode, I was clamoring for the fourth already. I was like, oh my God, when is it coming out? Friday? I gotta wait till Friday? Jeez Louise, I can't believe this. This is, this is angry. It was a physical anger <laughs> uh, in my body. So, yeah, I, I, I give it a solid, give it an eight out of 10. Eight, maybe eight and a half out of 10. Um, because it is it's very fun it's very fun it's very it's, it's wholesome to a degree <laughs> i don't know why i almost said it's wholesome it's wholesome to a degree um and it, it, it very much uh i i look forward to seeing where it goes and i look forward to seeing how these relationships are built because him him and his best friend have a very fun relationship that reminded me a lot of my me and my best friend's relationship in high school where we were we were very we were constantly both wingmanning each other and messing with each other at the same time and by messing with each other i mean like if we could like ruin your day <laughs> we could ruin each other's day we would you know <laughs> we'd be like how could i i gotta ruin his day today <laughs> it's i've got between seven and three to really just ruin this man's day how can i do it <laughs> and then immediately we'd be like are oh, you doing okay <laughs> You need to make your day better, bud. <laughs> you doing all right? <laughs> but we were constantly looking for just reasons um, to just play jokes on each other and just play pranks on each other. And that was that, you know, it led to a very fun uh, high school experience um, between my, my best friend and I. So, you know, and the, the, the friendship between Mark Grayson and his best friend in this show is very reminiscent of that for me, at least. So it was very fun to see that on the screen and be like, oh man, I, I remember doing that with my best friend. I remember, you know, I remember being in those types of situations. Like that was, that's very, that's very cool. That's very fun. Look at that. Um, and to kind of be like, oh yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, eight, eight, eight to eight and a half out of 10. Solid, solid. You know, um, just the twists and turns that happened within those first three episodes. I was like, Okay, like it was like it's not extremely surprising to me because I've read the I've read the comics, um. So I know, and it's been a while since I read the comics, uh. And I don't think I ever finished <clears throat> the whole series, but I've read enough of them that I think I'm pretty sure I remember where the whole where most of the story goes, um. And they did, they, from what I can tell, they did cut a lot of extra storylines and stuff like that. And by the time this show is over, I will have finished the entirety of Invincible um, because I'm already rereading it again. So the show is not going to be like a huge surprise unless they just decide to throw a hook left in uh, in episode seven or something, um, which I would love. I would love that. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to, you know, once the, the whole season's out, I'll, I'll say more about it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's everything I, that thing I can say without spoiling the show. Uh, go watch it eight to eight and a half out of 10. It's very good. Um, it's solid 
it's pretty good. It's a little fast on the pacing. Um, they cut out a lot of they cut they trim a lot of fat to try and keep the narrative flowing pretty quickly at a good clip. Um, because you're just trying to get new people in to understand the story and keep the old people um who were reading the comic for a while uh interested in it. So you do have to cut a lot of stuff um in order to keep the story flowing. So it is a little fast paced. And and uh and that might you know that that kind of causes a little bit of a loss to the the friendships and ultimate betrayals that happen um through the through the show throughout the narrative um but i think it works i think it still works so yeah watch that it's enjoyable animation is fun the uh the fight choreography is pretty fun in uh in for an animated show especially for an animated show uh, it's very fun um the character relationship was pretty cool um, the familial relationship with the Graysons is very cool and it's very fun. And I'm loving seeing that. That's super fun. Um, yeah. Watch that show. Uh, yes. So this is a short episode. So recommendations for the week. Of course, watch Invincible. That's the first one. Second one. Uh, I don't know. Listen to the listen. Hold on. I've been listening to the Sudden Rush album by the name of... Uh, yeah, it's by Sudden Rush. Go go listen to go listen to that band um on Apple Music or something. I don't know. Wherever you listen to music, go go listen to Sudden Rush. Uh I've been listening to that. Um it's very fun. That's what I've been doing all all day. Uh that and writing. Writing freaking words. I have note cards, I have index cards, I have a notebook full of words. Um <clears throat> that's what I've been doing. Uh so so do that. As a recommendation for the week, um, yeah, you can find me on the, the, the in, in my links uh, at, at Morgan L. Brooks on Twitter. That's where I am most of the time. Uh, I, if, even if I'm not tweeting, I'm lurking, and I will hear what you. I will read what you say. I'll read it. Um, or on Instagram, I'm Morgan L. Underscore Brooks. I very rarely upload photos, but you can, you know, you you can you can follow that if you want. That's your choice. Um, if you want video versions of this or music, you can go to Morgan Brooks on YouTube. That's a thing. Uh, or for gaming content or, you know, TikTok, Twitch, gaming YouTube or uh, or SoundCloud, you can go to Hidden Time Lord. So H-I-D-D-E-N-T-I-M-E-L-O-R-D. You can also send uh, mail, fan or hate. Either one, either type of mail, fan or hate mail um questions suggestions all that type of stuff to the show's email uh renpod network at gmail.com r-e-n-p-o-d-n-e-t-w-o-r-k at gmail.com um also there uh, also there's a blog now as well i believe where i'm gonna upload stuff where you can read like articles that i've written and uh and things that i've written about analyses of characters and analyses of shows and stuff so go check that out there it'll uh it'll be up by the time this is out and i'll put a link to it somewhere so go go read that <laughs> and um yeah as always you know share this with everybody that you know um love them hate them whatever uh give us five star review on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on and uh you know i hope to see you another time you know to come back bring bring more people back with you you know this is a party we want more people to have fun at the party so so do that okay um but outside of that i enjoyed conversing at you and with you 
Um, and I hope that you will join me again next time. So uh, without further ado, ahui ho, and I'll uh, see you next week.